All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, this year, get your partner what they really want this year, which is a new play partner, of course, right? For the holidays or for New Year's if you need a New Year's date or in the new year if you want to make some sexy new friends, we have the perfect place to do it. It is the fastest growing online community of lifestylers and it is at Cassidy.com and we thank them for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Also, listeners of our show can try Cassidy, the entire platform and all of its features for free for 30 days. When you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Also, if you want to see us a little bit more, you'll get a friend request when you do so, but you can ask us for a backstage pass and we can start to show you some of the features that Cassidy has available for you to start connecting with people today. Again, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner for 30 free days. We'll see you there. So, it has been a very fun, very eventful last couple of days. I will say, I, week. I feel like my vagina's a little bit broken. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, you are constantly, <laughs> you've been complaining about your sore vagina for days because you're really just super slutty. I was so slutty and it was so fun. I basically had three cocks in 12 hours. You did. Which, Only one of which was mine. Yes, exactly. I had two play partners that were not you in a very short amount of time, and neither one of them were soft, sensual sessions. No, and none of them. And your and my sex was not soft and sensual, so I was and still am fucking sore. Yeah, and uh, as we record this, we have plans tonight with friends and tomorrow with friends. Yes, we are busy. Busy sluts. Yeah, well, we're getting out of town soon, so we have a couple of days to literally get it all in cram and it all then in. we gotta get the fuck to montana which i am not looking forward to although you just told me something very exciting i was not aware of we might very well be playing with two of our favorite people in montana that's hopeful yes we're keeping our fingers crossed yes. for that so stay tuned for that but also before we go to montana i have a meeting on monday with a gentleman that was at our meet and greet yes i am really looking forward to that he is one of the best looking dudes I think we've run into in a very long He's time. He's smoking hot. So. Yeah, very quiet, very shy. Hopefully you can get him out of his shell. I, I mean, I have my model <laughs> good looks, like really a good looking dude. Yes, yeah. So we just have so much fun going on right now. And yeah, so tonight's going to be really fun as well. So we're going to an event, a Christmas event. Yes. We have listeners going. Shout out to them. Yes. And we also have friends that we have hung out with a couple of times. If you guys remember back to our Scarlet Ranch episodes, yeah. they were at both of the the events we went to at Scarlet Ranch. Yeah, and, we got to see them in Florida, too. And we got to see them in Florida. And I swear, the guy and I just have this fucking thing. It's just this magnetism. Yeah, nothing's happened yet. Well, I've made out with both of them. Yes, they're so fucking hot. They really <laughs> are just a hot couple. And they're a lot of fun. They're just great people. And fortunately, they, they travel a good bit. And we're going to get a chance to see them tonight. Yes. Yeah, it's been, shit, it's been months. It has been, yeah. I think the last time we saw them was like April in Florida. Yeah, long time. So, yeah, we only ever see them about once or twice a year. Yeah, that's right. We, we got a chance to hang out with them at Secrets at one point for, for the weekend. And then, of course, we had dinner with them as well. Yeah, we introduced them to a bunch of people. And yeah. it was fun. We all danced together that night. And I kissed on him a little bit. And she rubbed on me. Right. And that's the thing. They fucking tease me every time we're together. They're they so hot. tease me endlessly because they are both deliciously sexy they people. Are. And they just plant and their hands and their lips on me, but that's all I've ever gotten. And I I just crave them. They're fucking hot. Well, we'll see what happens tonight. We're go- we have a lot of sexy folks that are going to be around us tonight. Yeah. And then tomorrow we're doing something very unusual. We almost never play on Sundays. Yeah, it's usually kind of our day to come down from all the craziness and we just yeah. connect with each other. But... Our absolute favorite local couple reached out to us and had a proposal that we absolutely could not refuse. We are going to be joining them for wine and cheese and potentially sex. And I don't think there's any hotter trio than 
then wine and cheese and sex. And if you disagree, then we can't be friends. And especially at like two in the afternoon, which means we get to hang out with very cool people, potentially be naked with them and still have a lot of the day and the evening to just spend together. Yeah. Hopefully we come like. home and maybe we can do like a bubble bath, bomb yeah. together. Yeah. Have some sex together. Yes. Looking forward to all of that. So we have a lot going on this weekend. Then, of course, then Monday you have the uh, the single guy date. And then we're on the road because it's the fucking holidays, which is crazy to me. Yes. Happy holidays to you guys. I can't believe I'm already fucking saying that. I feel like we ran out of year. A, a year ago, a couple of weeks from now is when we got on the road. How weird is that? It is so weird to think about how much our lives have changed in a year. Fucking insane. Well, it's bizarre to think about how they changed in less than two, the last two months. Yeah, well, that's that's very you true. Know, I mean, <laughs> the shit that we have done and accomplished in less than two months' time, like a month and two weeks, it's really hard to believe. I mean, I really do sometimes, I, you know, I, I find myself feeling like my feet are in quicksand. Like, I got to go, go, go. But when you think about how much shit we've gotten done in that short period of time, how many fucking cool people we've met, how much amazing sex we've had, not just with our, uh, each other, obviously, but with others, <laughs> you know, then professionally, it's like, fuck, how did we get all that done so fast? Yeah, we're fucking badasses. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. A lot more to come. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah, 2022 is going to be big for us. We are not stopping anytime soon, whether it's personally or professionally no. or sexually or anything. We've so. already got the next four months lined up for events and shit. So stay tuned. We'll get your guys information on that. But we're not going to stop until the year is complete. No, yeah, you know how some people take off the week between Christmas and New Year's? Yeah, we don't do that. We're not doing that. <laughs> we don't do that. There's no way we can do that. No, that, I, no, I can't. I, I'm a, I don't even want to go out of town. We got to fuck around with, you know, being on the road and family and all that stuff for four days. I'm a little freaked out about that. It'll be okay. We you can know. work while we're home. Yeah, but it's so, it, you know, it never really works out that way. Well, it'll be nice. I'm very excited to see my family and I'm excited to see some of our friends back in Montana. Yes, yes. And it's just going to be a good few days of break. But then we are gung ho till the end of the year. And then we have our event coming up on January 20th oh, with yeah. the Goodfellas at Playhouse LV. So if you guys have not seen the tickets for that yet, head on over to frontporchswingers.com for that. But yeah, we're really excited about big things to come and continuing to do what we can to boost up the lifestyle scene, the hot wife lifestyle scene specifically. Yeah, that's it. Really really is the thing that drives us the most we we get invited to a lot of stuff you know you're in vegas shit there's always some kind of fucking event party house party something going on we turn down way more stuff than we actually go to because the truth is we don't want to waste people's time we don't want to waste space in someone's home or whatever because we just don't really we're not driven by that couple for couple thing and it, it's for me frankly it's really gotten worse you know, the couples? Yeah. Oh, God. I have no fucking interest in it. Now, the couple we're talking about seeing tomorrow, we love them for so many different reasons. They're very, this is a very different situation. First of all, they are just like us in terms of play. They are both bisexual. They're a hot wife couple. They play together in bisexual play sessions, but they play separately as well. They're perfect for us. That's they a different thing. zero drama as well. No fucking drama. They're anti-drama. So that's a different situation. But we have been to a few events because, you know, people invite us. We want to be hospitable. We want to meet folks. We want to, you know, ingratiate ourselves into the space. And then we get to these parties, events, or clubs, and it's like, man, this is fucking boring. I mean, I'm bored. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. Well, it's I'm bored to at us lifestyle because it's events. It's just not our thing. That's all there is to well, it. It because, doesn't speak to us. Well, because two hours into an event, in a hot wife event, everyone's fucking. Yeah. Or has fucked. It's on. And two hours into like your traditional lifestyle event, it's hours of time before the conversation of getting naked even even enters the room. Yeah. I'm done by then. I mean, I'm checked out. I want to yeah. go home. Well, I have an, a bigger issue with the couples thing, and I wanted to tell you a story because I haven't told it to you yet, and I thought it would be good to share it on the show. Okay. Because I think it's a learning lesson, both for me and for couples that are looking to play with single women. First of all, let me say this. I truly want to find a local couple that I can play with on a regular basis. I crave the female touch. Yeah. I crave licking pussy. Listen, we're going to talk to our couple friends tomorrow about it potentially. Yeah, but if that doesn't work out or whatever, I would like to find a couple and I've yeah. been earnestly searching for that. I started talking to this couple. I was so excited about them because she is physical perfection to me. She's right. brunette. She's tatted. She's got a big booty. She's just super cute. He's also very attractive. They're a very professional 
sophisticated couple. I started talking with the wife and everything went so well. She and I were talking on kick. And at one point she says to me, I would like to get us into a three-way chat and the three of us kind of talk and, and get to know each other. And I said, absolutely. And she says, my husband mentioned wanting to talk to you solo, but I'm not sure if I'm 100% comfortable with that yet. It's something that he and I really need to discuss and decide on. And I said, whatever you guys want to do, that is 100% up to you. I'm okay with however you want to handle this whole thing. You know, obviously I don't give a fuck either way. Right. So I didn't hear from them for a couple of days and then I get a message from him and it's just him. He reaches out to me and he's like, hey, I got your kick information from my wife i'm the husband we should talk we start kind of flirting a little bit back and forth and then she reaches out to me a few hours later seething with venom because i talked to him without her permission then why did he reach out okay so i had this whole thing written back out to her that was like it is his responsibility to know your boundaries. It is his responsibility to know if he shouldn't be reaching out to me privately. Apparently, what was supposed to happen is he was supposed to start a three-way chat between the three of us, and he didn't. And she was very angry with me because of it. It's not your fucking responsibility. It's exactly. his. Exactly. I think that there are so many couples out there, and I'm really learning that as I navigate the lifestyle as a quote-unquote single lady, someone who plays as a single lady with couples. There are so many people out there whose communication is just not fucking there. And it creates a lot of issues and a lot of incredibly unnecessary drama. Well, I can tell you, I'm actually communicating still on and off with a couple. They're very new to the space. They are a eager, hot wife couple. And my communication started with the husband because they re- he reached out to me on one of my profiles. Subsequently, I started communicating with both of them separately on kick. They each have their own their own identity there. So we started communicating separately. However, I started communicating with the wife after the husband asked me to. Right. However, even though he asked me to do so, anytime she reaches out to me, I always let him know, hey, just spoke to your wife. Just wanted to let you know we just had this nice little chat. Give him a little bit of insight into what that conversation was like. And they're very, this is a very benign conversation. There's nothing over the top sexual other than, hey, pretty lady, how are you? And she responds to me or whatever. Pretty lady, I like that. Yeah, whatever, you know, just, (laughs) I mean. How smooth of you. (laughs) It's just light stuff. But I let him know because I do not want that situation to happen. He's the one that put me in touch with her. Like he set the whole thing up, but still I want to let him in on that and that i don't even know that that's necessarily my responsibility it's just a level of comfort for me because i don't want it to be weird and my experience now particularly with madison and barry back when we talked about you know the secrets thing i feel some level of responsibility again because this is a new couple and they've only had one experience it did not go well if something were to happen between the two of us or the three of us, I would want it to be a good experience. So, but to your point, it's not your responsibility. It's no, not my responsibility. I think that's amazing that you're doing that. I think that that shows a lot of emotional intelligence on your part, but I don't think that's your responsibility. And it's sure as fuck not mine. No. And unlike you, I'm not willing to take on that responsibility. That's a lot of work that it I is. am not willing to pump into a situation. Well, the difference is for me, I am communicating with far fewer people than you are. So it's not that big a deal for me. You know, where I've got two couples I'm routinely speaking with, uh, there's hundreds that reach out to you. (laughs) So, you know, it's not that big a deal. But at the same time, I'm not doing it as though I feel like it's my responsibility. I just feel comfortable with it. It's not your responsibility. That's He should have said to his wife, hey, this is what I'm doing. Are you okay with this? And that's a conversation they should have had. So you know me. You totally know me. I react fucking emotionally, right? I am screenshotting things, circling things, getting all ready to send all the shit back to her to be like, this is your guys' problem. Right. And I was really proud of myself because I pumped the brakes. I erased all the screenshots. And I went back and I responded with a little bit more empathy. And I simply said, hey, it sounds like you guys have some kinks to work out and maybe some things to communicate about and that's totally fine but i'm going to step back at this time they haven't reached back out i kind of doubt that they will but you know i just think it makes it so much more difficult than it needs to be why can't i not just find a hot secure couple that just wants to fuck well and that's why we're going to talk to our friends tomorrow because the truth is if it works out this could be a couple that i play with And you play with, whether that's individually, you know, whether it's me playing with them as a couple or individuals or you and vice versa, it just makes sense for us. They live very close to us. They are very much like us. They are super fucking hot. 
and they're fucking normal. There's no craziness. There's, there's so no weirdness. Normal. Sitting with them over drinks before we went out last. I think it was last weekend, a week ago, yesterday. They're just normal folks. They they're just anybody that lives next door to you. Yeah. Just so happens that they're super fucking hot, and <laughs> and they like to fuck. So. You know, uh, that's really the comfort level for me. I know for you, there's a lot more to it. You really do enjoy the variety of, of, you know, and meeting different people and doing that whole thing. And for me, if it's not you meeting a single guy, then it's not as exciting to me, obviously. And for me personally, I'm totally fine with playing with regular, uh, regular playmates. Yeah. For me personally. I need the variety. Yeah, I know. You're all about the 33 flavors. Yep. One, for, you know me. I'm a creature of fucking habit. Once I find something I like that works, Is that I'm how good. many flavors are at Baskin-Robbins? I think it's 33. I don't yeah. think so. I don't think that's right. 31? Uh, I think it's 31 flavors. I think it bumped up to 33. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I don't new know. Baskin fuck Robbins. do I know? I don't all eat right. ice cream. I don't know. I'll take two new flavors. I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> I can't fuck with it. I can't imagine what the two new flavors would be for me personally, but I'll take them. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. But yeah, I, for me, I'm a creature of ha- a creature of habit. When I find something I like, regardless of what it is, I stick with it. Yeah, we're and, the polar opposite in that way. Yep. So I want to get to single guy tip of the week. We touched on it a little bit last week, but this yeah. amazing woman reached out to me. And she and I have been talking on Instagram quite a bit. And I adore her. And she was the one that brought up this story. She gave me permission to use her alter ego name, which is Tanya, which nice. I fucking love. What a sassy name. So anyway, Tanya reached out and told me this horror story that I think we can extrapolate some important things from for single guy tip of the week. Okay, okay, let's have it. So basically what happened is Tanya and her husband drove an hour out of town to go meet a single guy. Ooh. They live in a fairly rural area. He lived in a bigger city about an hour away. Okay. They go and meet him for dinner and drinks and they have a great time and she decides and I should also say she and her husband got a hotel room. They okay. purchased it in the city and wanted to make that available should Tanya and the single gentleman and decide to fuck that evening. Okay? Well, it makes perfect sense, especially if you're living in a rural area. You and I have done it. We've gone to a bigger city back when we were in Montana, but you also have plan B because we got a room. Well, and she we didn't can, have plan B. <laughs> we can go to dinner and we can hang out and if it doesn't work, fuck it, we don't care. But yeah, that's a great idea. Well, this is a lot more of a waste of time than that. So oh, that's she, too bad. They go to dinner, they have drinks, everything's going well. She invites the single guy back. They start kind of fooling around with each other. She brought condoms that fit her husband okay. because that's what they have at home. They go to put one of the condoms on this guy, and the way that she put it is he's incredibly girthy, okay? Okay. And it was basically cutting off the circulation to his cock. Like, his cock was turning red and purple. Yeah, it's like putting a rubber band around it and tying it, like, three times. Like, you're just (laughs) asking for fucking trouble. She's like, did you bring any of your own condoms? The guy's like, no. He's like, we're going to try to make this work. Rookie mistake. They're fooling around with each other for quite a while, and he just, every time they go to put on a new condom, he goes soft because it's cutting off the circulation. Yeah. His balls are probably swollen to the size of grapefruit. Oh, probably. So (laughs) he finally says, this isn't going to work. I can't use these condoms. She's like, well, why don't you go pick up some condoms that you know are going to fit you and come back? He's like, okay, I'll do that. So he leaves. She stays at the hotel. He's gone 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. She's calling him. He's not answering. He never came back. Completely ghosted her. Wow. Okay. So now this is a very egregious example of my single guy tip of the week. But and obviously a guy that was a total shitbag, so she probably dodged a bullet. Probably. But at the same time, if you just would have brought your own fucking condoms, think about how much easier this entire night would have been. Hey, listen, we've had this conversation with a lot of dudes, especially, well, now, especially, of course, because we're, we're hosting events that are that are applicable. You've got to have your fucking bag with you, man. Yeah. You've got to have your ball wipes, your ass wipes, your condoms, mints. You have to have enough shit with you to accommodate... Whatever situation might arise. Yes. You know, have a towel with you as well. All of the things that you might need. Listen, we've seen guys bring a change of clothes. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. You know, but I the mean, most important thing you can bring is condoms. Yes. I think especially lube. now in today's day and age, you have so many different options available for condoms. You have different sizes. You have different materials. You have different thicknesses. Hey, guys, you don't want to go to the fucking store to buy them. You can have them delivered. 
Well, you can also get custom condoms. You can actually measure yourself, send in your measurements, and they'll send you the exact condoms that you need. Yeah, there's a company out there that will send you, they send actually send you like the tool to measure your cock with. Yeah. It's the craziest shit. So we don't live in an era where this is fucking difficult. You just have no. to put in the effort to make it happen. And I think back, there have been multiple of my play partners that have not come with condoms. And there was one in particular in Florida, I'm not going to say who, but both of the times that he came to play with me, he did not bring his his own condoms. He was trying to stuff himself into condoms that, in my opinion, were too small for him. And there was a little bit of trouble at times with staying hard. And I truly believe that if he had just had the right condoms for him, there would have been no drama. Listen, it, this goes back to it, it's a character thing, honestly. It's an awareness and really just a sexual, emotional IQ piece for me. If your plan is to go on a date with a hot wife or anyone for that matter, and you you intend on having intercourse of any fucking kind, and you're not fully prepared, you're fucking lazy. Yeah. You're lazy, and that's just not okay. Yeah, I don't like lazy dudes. We've said this many, many times before, but effort is sexy, and that's a way that you can show effort, and it's mutually beneficial. Why would you not want condoms that fit you? Uh, that would be like me wearing underwear that don't fit me, or a bra that's two sizes too small. Well, like, it's who a bigger, the fuck wants to do that? It's a bigger problem, honestly, for me. It, it lends itself to subterfuge, right? I mean, this guy shows up on a date. They go have drinks. There's a room. All of this stuff is set up. He doesn't bring fucking condoms. What is his plan? I'm going to fuck without a condom. Not And, you know, okay, she may have them, but nah, they're probably not going to fit. And if they don't, I'm going to convince her that we don't need them. That shit wears me the oh, fuck out. See, I don't think that that's what happened. What I told her was my opinion of the situation was that he got intimidated. He got freaked out. He maybe even he did bring his own condoms, but he was kind of self-sabotaging because he got nervous because otherwise he wouldn't have just ghosted her like that. I don't know. That's listen, that's a lot of effort to go through to not go through that. I mean, they were already there. You think for a second if he if she would have said to him, hey, sans the condom, fuck me. He wouldn't have because he absolutely would. Oh, yeah, he totally. Okay, so that's my point. You didn't bring him because you figured "Ah, there's a better than average chance that she's going to let me fuck her without him. That's what that was. And then, once again, because he had to take the effort, put his clothes on, go downstairs, take the elevator, get to the car, go to the store, come back, too fucking lazy, not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, he got in the car and was like, ah, fuck it, I'm fuck just going to go Fuck it, I'm going to get a pizza and go jerk off. <laughs> you know, that's Porn it. Porn is so much easier than this Yeah, shit. I'll have a pizza delivered, I'll throw something on fucking Netflix and I'll jerk off. That's exactly <laughs> what he did. And again, it lends itself to that lazy factor. Even if you were planning on it and you're headed to the date, you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot condoms, shit. Let me text him. Hey, guys, I apologize. Running a few minutes late. He didn't do that. He just went thinking, yeah, she'll let me fuck her without him. Yeah. That's just what it is. Well, it doesn't fucking work. Don't do that shit. That's no. creepy and grimy and nasty and just bring your fucking condoms. Also, if you're going to go to a club, I'll say this. Some clubs have very nice condoms because they're more high-end clubs and they they want that feeling of luxury yeah, at their fuck club. fuck that. I am not trusting the condoms in a bowl. Of cl- I don't care. Yeah, most clubs have very cheap gross condoms that taste disgusting and smell disgusting like if you take them off so i can suck your cock it i don't want to because they smell like nasty burnt rubber so just make sure you bring your own high-end condoms i can absolutely recommend some to you obviously we love promescent but yeah you just need to make sure you have good quality condoms with you yeah and just don't be lazy Yeah. So anyway, the gentleman that we're going to be talking about today was anything but lazy. He showed me an insane amount of effort. Actually, too much effort, which we'll talk about. Man, I'm not sure I would say too much. I don't know if there's ever too much, (laughs) but certainly he was going above and beyond and it was really unnecessary. But what a great guy. Yes. I'm so excited to chat about this. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. We know a lot of you guys have very sexy New Year's plans, and there is no better place to go for all of your swinger essentials than Promescent. They have some of the top of the line lubes, condoms, and their brand new delay wipes, which are the perfect addition because they allow you to extend your playtime, especially if it's with a new partner. You want to make sure they're impressed with you. So why not just stick one of those delay wipes in your bag and take it with you on? 
on the go. I personally also love their massage oils. I think that they are a great addition to an intimate time with someone. You get to really impress them and touch them all over with their delicious smelling massage oils. My absolute favorite right now is their lavender. I've been using it a lot. Even when it's just myself playing, I use it. So find all of Promescent's products at promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. And use our promo code, which is FPS15 off, FPS15OFF for 15% off of your order today. You guys, we are so excited to be announcing our very first event in conjunction with The Goodfellas at Playhouse LV here in Las Vegas on January 20th. It is going to be a hot wife evening unlike any other, and we can't wait to bring together hot wife couples, cuckold couples, and the single men that love them. So if you'd like more information on that, head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com today. That's also where you can go to see future events. So make sure that you follow us there. You can actually become a member of our site and be the first ones to know when our new events go live. So we would love for you to join us at Playhouse LV on January 20th or for a future event or both. So we uh, will see you soon. I am very excited to talk about today's encounter. I'm always excited to talk about sex on the show because that's what I love doing. In fact, you know, it was so funny. Someone on TikTok the other day asked me if I'm a sex worker because I talk about my sex life on the podcast for a living. And it got me really thinking. I was like, well, I have an OnlyFans, so I'm totally a sex worker. But I mean, am I a sex worker because we talk about sex on the show? If so, I think it's kind of awesome. To some degree. I guess there's there's definitely some continuity there. I would think so. I look at it as just entertainment, but it is sexual entertainment. So I guess yeah. in that way, we're sex workers. I, well, yeah, because we... I guess because there's conversation about it and yeah, I suppose that you could, you could relate it to that. Sure. Yeah. The experiences that I have with people, I don't necessarily think of them in terms of like, oh, we're going to go talk about them on the show. That's what I love about connecting with people though, is often these really beautiful, wonderful, unique stories come out of it and they just happen to be really entertaining to talk about on the show. And this is no exception. This whole thing unfolded in a very unexpected way. Well, it's interesting because we, we talk to people a lot of times and, and they think that, the only experiences we have with other folks are the ones that we talk about on the show. They don't realize there's a lot of stuff that we do that we don't talk about on the show. Yeah, we're way sluttier than you guys so, even know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's a, it's a simply a question of us really wanting to keep it to ourselves as we've really been talking about as of late. And then there's some folks that don't want to be spoken about on the show. So there's a lot of stuff that people don't hear. The stuff that you hear is the consensually agreed upon conversations that we have with other people. Yeah, we also have had sessions where they're fine. They're great sessions. We've had, you know, fun with that person, but they're not necessarily anything that we can really extrapolate and make really interesting for our listeners. Well, and also much like if we go to an event or a club that really is not awesome, we don't talk about that particular event or club by name. And we've had some, you know, not great experiences with folks. Yeah. And we don't talk about them either. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. It's just easier not to discuss eh, them. We've definitely talked about the train wrecks. We don't only some, talk about the positive shit. Yeah, but. no, some, but there are a few that it's kind of like, yeah, there, there's just no point in that. Yeah, there's yeah. no nice way to talk about it. There's right. no, uh, there's nothing that we no can- No spin. You can't, there's nothing positive to be gleaned from it. So there's really no point in sharing it yeah yeah if it's just a giant pile of shit we're not going to talk about yeah if it's a steaming (laughs) pile of dung we just leave it alone (laughs) but this was far from that this gentleman and i who we're going to call t i messaged him and asked if we could talk about him on the show and he was like yeah just call me t i'm like well it's not the most inventive name ever but we can go with t sure (laughs) yeah absolutely listen i liked him from the minute i met him this gentleman came to our meet and greet a few weeks back or a couple of weeks back now whatever it was and personality plus fucking sharp dresser. I really appreciate his haircut. He we have the same my, barber. <laughs> he's bald like you, yes. Yeah. He caught my eye the moment that he walked in because yeah. he has swagger. I mean, he was dressed impeccably, but it was more than that because there were a lot of guys that were well-dressed in the yeah. room that evening. Yeah. It was how he carried himself. You can tell that this is somebody who's very confident, yeah. very comfortable in their own skin, and there is literally nothing sexier to me than that. You know, for me personally, listen, let me, let's just be honest, okay? I will never dawn on the cover of GQ magazine. Whatever. I am you're, not a so model sexy. looking guy. You are way too humble. What's the opposite of, well, what is it? Like, what's the opposite of cocky? Uh, pff, I, fuck, I don't know. That's what you are. Yeah, anyway. 
most of the time, the attraction that people have to me, and I've only know this because I've been told this, is simply the way I carry myself. It has nothing to do with what I look like. Because I'm sure that most of the people that have met you in person can agree that it's both. But I disagree. Anyway, my point is, someone's attitude, I don't care what, who it is, if there's something about a personality for me that absolutely transcends the physical... Right. I mean, it doesn't matter. You and I know this. I have been attracted to people that I would not ordinarily be attracted to based on my normal, you know, quote unquote type because of someone's personality. Yeah. But I don't think that fits in this scenario because he's also really hot. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. That's this is hardly a fair assessment. But my point is, when it comes to personality, I, I just think it's more important. It just is. For me. Well, this guy's kind of the whole package. Like I said, he came in dressed very nicely to our meet and greet, very confident. He and I are kind of talking and there was not a lot of flirtation at that moment, but there was also so much going on and I was trying to talk to everyone, but he definitely caught my eye and my attention. So I messaged him a couple days after our meet and greet and said, hey, if you're ever interested in getting together, I would really like that. Now, in my world, especially recently, get together is, hey, let's go out for a quick cocktail and then fuck, right? Well, that's, it yeah, that's code for you. Yeah, people need to start to get like the Brenna code. Like, hey, let's just get together and, and see how it goes. That means let's meet for a drink or coffee and then I want your cock in or around my mouth. Yeah, but some people need more than that and I need to be more mindful of yes. that as well. So this gentleman reached out and it was, it was really cool because he was giving restaurant suggestions and places we could go and walk around and get to know each other. And the entire time that we're having this digital conversation about what we're going to do, all I'm thinking is, I don't give a fuck. I just potentially want to have your cock in or around my mouth and or pussy. Like, we don't have to make this so complicated. But I kept going with it. And finally, day of, or I think maybe the day before. No, the day of. Hours before. I finally said to you, this feels like it's getting really complicated. He wants me to drive all the way into Vegas and go to a place that's like a half hour away from us and find parking and go to these different places. And it just sounds like kind of a headache at this point. And you're like, just be fucking honest with him. Use your words and communicate that that's not what you necessarily want to do. Well, first of all, I was driving. I was on my way to a meeting. You called me like you're just all kind of worked up. Like, I don't know what to do. He made dinner reservations and this and that. How do I? I'm like, just tell the guy exactly what you want. You want to meet him for a drink someplace nice, does not need to be super extravagant. You want to get to know him a little bit, make sure there's chemistry, assess the fact that you both like each other, and then tell him that you want to be close enough to either his place or ours so that you can fuck. Yeah, and I wanted to be close to our place. I never like to be at their place the first time. So I did. I just reached out and I Actually, I think what I said to him was, this might be kind of crass, but I'm just going to lay it out on the line. Is the goal for us tonight to potentially be naked with each other? (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, yeah, probably. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, then let's get all the pomp and circumstance out of the way. Let's just go have a drink and then go from there. And let's do it close to my place so that we can come back here if we end up deciding we want to do so. And he was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Should have just fucking done it from the beginning. Well, it takes all the pressure off too because the truth of the matter is guys a lot of times, and, and T is no exception, especially if they're of, high caliber. He wants to put on a good impression. He wants you to be, you know, to enjoy the evening. You know, he wants you to feel sexy and that he really is interested in you. So guys will a lot of times like make reservations and they'll make things far more complicated than they have to be, especially for us or for you. And for you to just to say, Hey, look, I like to go to nice places. We can go sit down and have a drink somewhere. Let's figure out if we like each other enough to eventually be naked. And in the event that we do, let's be close to my place so we don't have to fuck around and drive 30 minutes. You can just, you know, put your cock inside me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do like to be wined and dined, but I like the end result to be sex. So yeah. I just wanted that to be the focus. And as soon as I said that, it really did just relieve the pressure. So I was really excited to go out with him once we kind of got that out of the way and, and made things a lot more simple. And so I'm getting ready to go and I'm dolling myself all up. And you went and dropped me off at the place we were meeting. We met at this great little court area near us. It has all of these cute shops and boutiques and restaurants and wine bars. It's just a really great place. And we met at an Italian restaurant. He dropped me off there. I go and sit at the bar and he comes in about 10 minutes after I get there. And it was great. We had so much fun together. He's goofy. He's a total goober. Yeah, he has a great personality. It was really funny. I mean, I was not really expecting that either because when I first met him, he seemed kind of suave and a little bit 
serious, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But then to sit down with him and have him be just goofy, I was really pleasantly surprised by that. Yeah, I, like I said, I enjoyed talking to him for the, the period of time that I did when we were at the meet and greet. I thought he had a really great personality, had a good sense of humor. He was very easy to talk to. He was gregarious with everyone in the room. Everyone seemed to really like him and he had good energy. I will say I was not 100% sure where the chemistry was going. And this is so interesting to me because there have been many, many times when I have felt that like, ah, I'm not really sure exactly how this is going. I'm not sure what he's thinking. The chemistry, I can tell it could be there, but it's just not 100% there yet, right? right? And then all of a sudden, that switches with a dime. And yeah. that happened in this situation. He got up to use the restroom, and he kissed me on the cheek and put his hand on like my shoulder. I had a... I had this red top on where my shoulders are exposed. So he like touched the skin on my shoulder and gave me a kiss on the cheek. And there was something kind of electrifying about that for me. I, instantly, I was like, oh, yeah, I want this guy's cock. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that lets you know it is or is not working. Yeah. Right? Just a little, just something, just slight. Because if the chemistry hadn't been there and he had done that, I would have been like, oh, okay, this is <laughs> like, yeah. that would have been the moment that I was like, we should probably get the check and head out of yeah, here. It's not, and not back not, to my place. Yeah, this is not going <laughs> to work i'm super dried up yeah. yeah very different but yeah i mean he did that and i was just like fuck so the whole time he's in the bathroom i'm thinking like how do we transition now and uh, th from then on out you know me it's sex on the brain that's all there is to it okay i will also say though that sitting with him and having the conversation and him being so kind of goofy i mean we had so many good conversations about what he does for work which is super fucking fascinating yeah and you know his past relationships and all of that i was expecting this whole thing to be a little bit more sensual than it was. Also, because when we left our drinks and we were kind of walking around together, he asked if he could hold my hand, which is not the norm. No. And he at one point asked if he could kiss me and he pulled me in and started just very lightly kissing me. I pulled away and he's like, no, no, I want more. And we started like making out with each other, but it was so soft. So I expected this whole thing to be incredibly sensual. Obviously not something that you are necessarily accustomed to. No, I like it i like that once again the variety of that is very fun to me but i was that was what was going through my head as we were coming back to my place sure. okay so he and i come back here he drives me back to our place we come upstairs we pour another drink we're sitting together kind of flirting a little bit and all of a sudden i take off my jacket and he asks if he can start touching me and i'm like absolutely so he's kissing me and he's kind of wrapping his hands around my neck he starts kissing on my neck i fucking loved this he's like is there a place you want me to be kissing or touching you right now and i was like yes i pointed to the little spot right below my ear that i fucking love and he latched onto that and was just kissing me and touching me there and then all of a sudden he started nibbling mm -hmm. and i was not expecting that again I, this is a very kind of soft person up to this point it was very gentlemanly it was a lot of you know soft petting even when we're driving back here in the car he's touching me he's you know rubbing my leg and very softly holding my hand so i was not expecting him to start fucking biting my neck okay yeah well you know again you've been surprised before and i think that once someone gets comfortable enough that's when the real person comes out yeah and that's exactly what fucking happened and i loved it <laughs> So he's nibbling on my neck and then he starts kind of touching me on my tits. And then this is really hot. He spun me around. We're standing at the, the bar in our place, right? The little kind of island area. And he spins me around. So my back is now facing him. I put my hands up on the island and he starts kissing my neck and my shoulders from the back and reaching around and sticking his hands into my shirt and under my bra and feeling on my tits. And this was so confident and sure all of the motions are so assertive and i got wet fucking immediately i have no doubt it was so fucking hot and again just this delightful surprise he's nibbling my neck from the back and he starts biting my ear from the back and then we start making out again he starts biting my lower lip which i really like there's something so animalistic about that bite on the lip yeah well again it, it lets someone know or at least for me 
that they're genuinely like there's that energy there's that animal attraction yes like you know? he wants his mouth on me to the point that he's even going to use some teeth and i right. fucking love that so then he starts kind of rubbing my ass from the back and then he reaches around goes in between my legs i still have my pants on we're both completely still dressed, but he starts rubbing my pussy over my jeans from the back with my legs spread. So he literally spreads my legs and starts touching my pussy over my jeans. Holy fuck. And all I kept thinking is like, there's no way he doesn't feel how wet I am. Are you wearing panties? I don't think I was wearing panties. Yeah. <laughs> I rarely do. But I knew for a fact that he could feel that I was getting wet because I was really wet. I could feel it was like running in between my thighs. And oh, my God, I love that feeling, that reminder of how into this I am. Right. So then I tell him as much as I just want to go into the bedroom with him, I have laid out this whole thing. I have a piece of lingerie laid out. I specifically found the lotion I wanted to use and set that out so that I could very quickly just get myself all put together and feel and look as nice as possible for him because I was really feeling him and he had put so much effort in and was being so sweet to me all night that I just wanted to make sure that this was a top-notch experience sure. for him. So once again, though, the piece of lingerie I laid out, if you guys remember last week when I talked about this, I have figured out a pattern of the lingerie I choose based on the type of interaction that I think it's going to be. I chose this really cutesy little red lacy number because I thought this was going to be a lot more of a sensual session than it was. Well, yeah. And in fact, you probably should have had that black leather bustier thing that you wear with the fishnets. <laughs> Something. Jeez. Yeah, I was not prepared. So... <laughs> But I go put on this piece of red lingerie, I lotion myself up, get myself all cleaned up, and I come out and I'm like, I'm going to be waiting for you in the bedroom. And he's like, okay. So I get on the bed and he comes in and kind of gets on top of me on the bed and just starts making out with me. Is he and dressed? He's still completely dressed. He's dressed for a long time. Granted, at this point, all I have on is this piece of lingerie that ties in the back and my whole ass is exposed in that yeah, thing. Yeah. Basically, my whole back is exposed except for this one little red lace yeah it's like a red lacy hospital gown is what it's like it's way hotter than i know a like your gown. ass hanging out that's pretty much what it's like <laughs> people are now picturing me in a fucking hospital gown no oh how I'm just sexy saying, it's open like that in the back <laughs> yeah it is i think of it more of like an apron it looks like an apron yeah okay i'll go with that so anyway he's still completely clothed we start making out with each other and he's just licking me and kissing me and it's so passionate and my hands are all over him at one point he's kind of almost on top of me and he's making out with me and he stops kissing me and goes grab onto me with this just dominance in his voice and that's really the first time that I knew granted there was like I said some nibbling and he pulled my legs apart more assertive motions but when he said that with that tone and that growl in his voice I was like oh fuck I'm in for it I know that because I've seen that pattern with very dominant men in the past you included yeah, yeah where it's, it's like a, yeah. when you command me to do something and you do it with a certain tone in your you voice expect it to be done i know what i'm fucking in for and trust me when i tell you the sub in me is crawling to please in that moment <laughs> yeah as soon as you you know once that level of comfort sets in and you kind of start to get a pattern and a rhythm and especially if i'm behaving that way i obviously i'm, I'm comfortable enough in that moment too i expect to happen exactly what it is that i want to happen yeah you are very good at that and he is as well so he tells me grab on to me so i grab onto him with both of my arms i throw one of my legs over his leg so I'm kind of clutched onto him like a spider monkey as we're just making out with each other, touching each other all over. He starts taking my tits out of my lingerie and he starts very lightly sucking on them at first. And then he progressively gets harder and harder. And of course, I'm giving him these cues. Yes, I love that. That feels so good. Keep doing that harder. So then he starts biting my nipples and squeezing my tits a little bit harder. It drives me crazy when that is when there's that hard pressure and a little bit of pain on my tits oh my god it is it is truly the best thing in in my experience for me personally it, it there's nothing that gets me going like that i'm well aware well i know but i don't know if our listeners are. i guess i've talked about it a lot but i fucking love it <laughs> So fairly quickly, he decides he's going to go down on me. He is still completely dressed. Twice I've said, you have too many clothes on. And he's like, nah, I'm good right now. And I'm like, okay, all right. Nice. So he starts going down on me. He starts biting my inner thighs just a little bit, which you know I fucking love. 
oh God, it drives me crazy. Because to me, it's a couple of things. Once again, it's that very kind of animalistic primal thing going on. But it's also a tease because your mouth is so close to my pussy. And he's biting and nibbling closer and closer. And all I can think of is get your fucking mouth on my pussy. Just put your tongue on my clit. And he's like breathing hot air while he's biting me. And I was soaking wet. I can feel it all over. And then he starts very lightly licking my pussy. He tells me that I smell so good and I taste so sweet, which I love hearing. And he's just devouring my clit. And I'm giving him all of the cues like, yes, that feels so good right there. And unlike a lot of fucking other guys, he does exactly what I tell him feels good. He keeps up with what I'm telling him to do. And he also, I will say... I don't think that I've had as enthusiastic a pussy eater in a very long time. That's Yeah, that's always a big plus. When someone really like enjoys doing something in particular and they let it be known that they want to do it, not like it's uh, this obligatory thing. And, you know, there's something really genuine about that. No, this was like his favorite meal was sitting in between my legs and he was just licking it and eating it. And that's what it felt like. And he is just and he's loving all of my pussy. It's not just the clit. He's paying attention to the lips and he keeps rubbing my inner thighs and he makes me come very quickly because I'm so worked up by this point. And this is what's so fucking hot. He's like, yes, I want you to come all over my face. And I'm like, yes i love that i love when you are so in the moment that that's something a you can say to someone that you just barely started hanging out with is so confident but b that you can just enjoy like the juices and the things that you shouldn't really like you know what i mean like coming all over someone's face if you're just sitting at a restaurant you don't say those types of things to people but you can say them in the heat of the moment and it shows that there's passion and energy going back and forth well especially when it's someone you really just met Yeah. Yeah. So fucking hot. So then I expect that it's going to be my turn. In fact, he asked me a couple of times, what do you want? And I'm like, I want to suck your cock. And he's like, not yet. (laughs) So he keeps licking my pussy and he very slowly inserts two fingers inside of me and starts making the beautiful little come hither motion that I love while he's licking me. And I came hard. I'm not sure I squirted at that point. But I was damn near. I mean, it was just a very hard orgasm. And he comes up and puts the fingers in my mouth so I can taste myself, which I also fucking love. It's so naughty and delicious. Well, I'm confident. There's still a confidence in that. And then we start making out with each other and I'm tasting myself all over him. I mean... He has my juices all over his fucking face. And you can tell he is totally fine with that. He's not wiping it off or anything. I'm not wiping it off for him. I'm just tasting myself all over him. He's tonguing me. He's biting my lip again. And then we're making out and he starts fingering me again. And you know how to make me squirt. Clint used to make me squirt like this all the fucking time. But it's been a hot minute since someone has made me squirt this way. He puts two fingers inside of me and finds my G spot and just starts pumping and putting a little bit of pressure on it and going faster and faster and faster with his hand and I fucking squirt everywhere. I squirt everywhere. That's a high level of confidence. Him doing that without even having that conversation, but at least being aware enough in the moment to feel like, yeah, this is, you know, this is something I can do. We're at that point and, you know, we're both comfortable. I mean, that's a big deal. It was more than that, though. He has this look on his face of sheer excitement. And he says to me after he makes accomplishment. Well, I think it's more than that, though. And this will tell you what. After he does that, he pulls his fingers out of me and he has this amazing look on his face and he says to me, can you tell what my thing is yet? Clearly, this is a guy who not only enjoys giving other people pleasure, that accomplishment, but it's also clear that he wants to make me squirt. And I fucking love that. I love when guys are into that because then I feel like I can just let go and whatever happens, happens. And the fact that he kind of let me know that in that moment made me feel a lot more comfortable throughout the interaction. Yeah. I mean, there's, there are no more inhibitions at that point, right? That's a vulnerability that very few people ever really even experience with a regular partner. Yep. The walls just came down after after that and I loved that so then of course I'm like I have to fucking suck your cock I absolutely have to and he starts to get undressed because I ask him to but he leaves his boxers on and I've already kind of been feeling around and, and rubbing his cock a little bit over his pants and now I'm rubbing them through his boxer briefs 
it's clear that this man has a beautiful cock and I'm just dying to see it, but he won't pull them down yet. And I finally say, are you teasing me or what's the deal here? And he's like, yes, I'm teasing you. Clearly. I'm like, well, what I don't fucking like that. <laughs> so he barely pulls down the boxer briefs and kind of holds them there. So it's like just the top of his cock is showing and, you know, where it meets the base, I should say. Right. And it's just driving me fucking crazy. I'm like, I need to see this cock. I need to. But he still wants to make out with me. He's really taking his time with me and making sure that this is a session that really kind of lasts, which I also really enjoyed. Yeah, listen, I was out for a while. I've been to a couple of different places, saw some people that we know, and I kind of lost track of time because it, had, it was a while. Yeah, we were together for a long time. Finally, he pulls down his boxer briefs the rest of the way and exposes this fucking beautiful cock it is a very nice cock very nice length very nice girth and i get in between his legs and i'm dying to suck it because this entire time he's been teasing me with it and i've been touching it so now i'm like i have to have it in my mouth so i sink my mouth down onto it and i get it kind of all nice and wet with my mouth i actually got a couple of pumps of lube which is a trick i've learned from you and kind of lubed up his cock while i was rubbing it back and forth and then i was just using my mouth on the tip at first just to right. get us all nice and lubed up and me ready to slide all the way down on this cock because I totally want to deep throat it. So he is rock hard and I start going deeper and deeper onto his cock and I'm pumping up and down and he's really enjoying it. And then I ask if he likes his balls being played with and he's like, yes, do whatever you want down there. Touch them, lick them, put them in your mouth. I'm like, fuck yes, I love doing that. <laughs> so I get down a little bit further. I'm still stroking his cock and I start licking one of his balls and then I lick the other one. And then I put one of the balls all the way in my mouth and I'm swirling my tongue all the way around it. And I do the same with the other side. And he's moaning like crazy and making these amazing guttural throat noises, which drive me fucking crazy. In fact, once in a while, he started kind of growling. And it's been a hot minute since I've had a growler. Yeah. Clint, it made me think of Clint. Because Clint, if you guys remember, this is my long-term play partner from Montana. He used to growl all the time. And literally just that noise would make me wet. <laughs> And I've missed that. And this guy was a growler and I fucking loved it. So he's growling while I'm sucking on his balls and I go back to sucking his cock. And then I'm like, I really need you to fuck me. And he's like, absolutely. <laughs> so he asked me to put a condom on him. Nice. So I grab it and I very slowly put it onto him. So he started by fucking me on top. I'm laying on my back and he very slowly inches his way into me and it feels fucking phenomenal. And this is where a lot of the tit slapping and the rough stuff comes in, okay? Because once he eases into me, I'm like, yes, fuck me harder. I start saying all the, the naughty things. He starts grabbing onto my tits. They're out of my lingerie now. And I'm like, harder, harder, grab me harder. And so he does. And then I'm like, I want you to slap my tits. And he's like, okay. So he starts slapping my tit. He does one side fairly lightly and he can tell I'm like come on bro I mean a real slap here okay so then he takes his other hand and legit slaps the shit out of my other tit and I was like yes that feels so good so he's going back and forth slapping each one and then he starts kind of pinching each of my nipples and it's driving me crazy and I come so hard from the combination of him hard fucking me and slapping my tits oh my god it just sent me over the edge and what I also really liked is he did kind of slow down while I was coming but he didn't stop i fucking right. hate when people just stop when i'm mid orgasm it's like no don't fucking do that he did not he kept pumping in and i was also impressed because when you're that large and i'm coming and you kind of push through my clenching that's very impressive yeah me. it's not easy <laughs> So he continues to pump into me and then he slaps me on the face and I'm like, yes, I fucking love that. Do it again. So he does. <laughs> yeah, that's a confidence thing. Again, it's like, he, you know, obviously there was some chemistry and, you know, you kind of got this, this rhythm going. So he felt comfortable enough in that moment to do that. Well, the other thing I love is like he slaps me on the face and I start giggling and it's, I'm assuming he knows and he can tell in that moment that I'm having a fucking blast. Like this is very fun to me. Right. It was a very lighthearted thing, even though he's squeezing me and slapping me and all of these different things, it felt fun. And yeah. I loved that. I loved that it could be both intense and playful. Sure. That, I mean, that's, you know, we talk about it a lot. That's the combination. That's the winning combination. 
And so I came again. And then after the second time of me coming while he's fucking me, we kind of stopped and we laid next to each other. I'm once again giggling and he's rubbing on me and we're just kind of talking and just being silly with each other. And I'm remarking on how I did not expect this the whole thing to unfold the way it has. It was fucking surprising and awesome to me. And I'm like, you're so goofy. I didn't expect you to be like a fucking, you know, <laughs> like you were just going to come in and take control like this. And he's like, yeah, well, that's, who, that's who I am. So <laughs> yeah, got that Clark Kent thing going on. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. So then I tell him I want him to fuck me again. He gets another condom and I get onto all fours and he starts easing into me from the back, grabbing onto my ass, rubbing on my ass. And pretty quickly, this becomes super fucking rough. He reaches around, grabs onto my tits and is using those as the levers to pull himself into me. And he is just fucking me hard, 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 hard. And I am coming over and over again. And it is just crazy. The whole thing feels amazing. He's kind of choking me from behind while he has one hand on my tit at one point. And I'm just telling him how good it feels and how I love how hard he's fucking me. Then at one point, this is new for me, he gets me down on my stomach and I love when you fuck me like this. It's my favorite position when I'm on my stomach and you're behind me and you're entering me from behind. And so I'm completely flat down and my legs are kind of together. We started off that way. He's fucking me that way. And then all of a sudden he grabs one of my legs and pulls it up and puts it behind his shoulder. Mm. So it's even more exposed and he can get even deeper inside of me. That is a new position for me. And I was very fucking impressed, both with himself and me, because (laughs) it took a little bit of leg power to get it up there. Let me tell you. I'm sure. It could not have been easy from that position. Dump truck ass. I was holding half of it up. a lot of booty. (laughs) Well, he's just fucking me hard. And I came super, super hard from that. And I, in fact, when we finished, I was like, that was a new position. And he was like, yeah, I used to fuck people who were super flexible. So (laughs) I I learned that from them. I'm like, well, you should thank them for that. So yeah, yeah, I mean, we just had a fucking blast together. We kind of stopped. And what I loved was we were laying next to each other. We were touching each other. We were kissing each other, laughing and joking about what had kind of just happened. I'm telling him like my tits are sore, but I loved it. And he's smiling from that and it made it clear that this is somebody that I really gel with very very well I've had some very hot sex recently but there haven't been a lot of people that I've been able to just lay with afterwards and just feel so comfortable with I had that with a lot of people in Florida I think back to Theo for example and the times that he and I could just have this crazy sex and then lay next to each other and it felt so comfortable and I really haven't had that lately and to be able to do that with this guy with T was so fucking nice and I don't know. We just fired on so many different cylinders that I wasn't really expecting. And, you know, I'm laying there and I've come so much. My pelvic muscles hurt and my tits are burning. He had spanked my ass a few times so I could feel that it was all red and glowing. And he's just rubbing me and I'm coming down from all of it, from the pain, from the fucking, from the gumming. And I loved it. I was, yeah. I was in ecstasy for a while there. Well, and of course, your your plan, of course, is now to see him again. And this will really be the first time that you see someone a second time since we've been here. Yes. So that's kind of a big deal. It is a big deal. It says a lot. Yeah. You ha- we haven't done that. You haven't done that yet. So Other than our friends, obviously. I had laid out a towel for him. He got cleaned up and we kissed each other goodbye. And he said, thank you so much. I said, thank you so much. He left. I said, let me know when you make it home. And you got home a little while later. And I was clamoring to have sex with you. Yeah, first of all, you look like you had gotten hit by a truck. Yeah, let's it just be honest. Horrible. You looked like you had been through the ringer. And I was not that I wasn't expecting that, but I knew it had to have been a good experience because you were with him for a long time. I didn't even realize how much time had gone by until you texted me and I was like, oh shit, that's it's already that time, you know? So by the time I got home, yeah, you were just look like you were run over. So one of the other things that I love about a super hard, rough session with someone, and I had kind of forgotten why I loved it so much, is when you and I had sex that night, it was painful. Like, you're fucking me and my pussy hurts. And it made me feel naughty. It was like this extra level of naughtiness because I was thinking back to what had just happened and the fact that I had just had another cock inside of me. There's something that adds an extra element to it of that for me. Well, and I could also see, obviously, the marks on your neck, your tits were red, your 
ass was red, you know, so I, you didn't have to tell me, I could tell that it was a rough session. Of course, eventually you did tell me that, but it was pretty obvious that it was. So I just simply can, it was a continuation of what was just going on pretty much. You know, so it wasn't it. getting any easier. No, I got worked over again that night and I went to bed sore as fuck and I, it didn't even matter. It was so wonderful. I loved every second of it. It was a wonderful experience with a great person. I will say the next morning I woke up with this giant bite mark on my neck. I thought it was a hickey at first, <laughs> yeah. but then I actually saw teeth marks. So yeah. it was definitely a bite. And he and I kind of had this fun conversation about it. I sent him a picture of it and he's like, whoa, that's awesome. I hope that you like it. And I was like, I love it. I'm just not sure that people at the grocery store and the gas station are going to necessarily agree. Yeah, it's not a, not ideal. Leave all the marks you want just below the neck. Yeah. So that's definitely a hard limit for next time. But, you know, I still loved it. I beamed over it. I it mean, only lasted a couple of days. It's not something you can't cover up with a little bit of makeup. So Yeah, it was fine. A couple of days later, you couldn't even see it. But again, I think it, the whole the experience lends itself to you know, finding people that make sense. There are hot experiences. We've had them. You in the recent past have had really hot experiences, but not to the degree that you are seeing any of those folks a second time. Well, that I'm eager to see them. I'm eager right. to reach out to them. Like that tells me that this wasn't just hot sex. This is someone who's fucking cool. And I really yeah. enjoy being around. Yeah, no, it's a very different thing. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see where it goes. Hopefully he wants to see me again. He says he does. So we'll see. But yeah, I mean, great session. And like we said at the beginning of the episode, it was followed up with hot sex between you and I. And then literally 12 hours later, me fucking someone else, which we're going to talk about on a future episode. Yeah, that's a whole nother. That's next level shit. Because I called you. We don't <laughs> want to give too much away. But you, you called me after you were done. I was shopping. And you said something to me like, that was the best dick I've had. I can't remember when. And, and I can't remember when. <laughs> Something like that. Like, you know, like I came like at least 10 times in a 45 minute period. I have no fucking idea what that was all about. Very different than with T. It completely polar opposite experiences in a lot of different ways. I would say the second se sex session was far less connected. Right. And it was fun. disconnected, actually. It was very disconnected and it wasn't nearly as much fun. But I mean, holy fuck, that guy knew how to use his cock. So we'll talk about that on a future episode. <laughs> Yeah, coming, coming to you soon. I was just a fucking slut the last couple of days, and I hope to be a slut again today and tomorrow. So Yeah, the, listen, it's going to be a rough week for you. You're going to need some time off. The holidays are going to be uh, upon us, and you'll you'll need the, the rest, I think. Yes, I will. I'll appreciate the time away from all of my play partners. <laughs> Don't forget, guys, if you want to hear more about this episode, if you want to hear some behind the scenes and some additional details that you're not going to hear on the podcast itself, you can check out our bonus episodes that we put out as a thank you for sponsoring the show. These people are truly the backbone of FPS. They are the reason that we're able to do so much of what we're able to do. They are amazing supporters and friends. We talk to many of them daily in our secret chat group on Telegram. So we would love for you to consider sponsoring the show. You can do so for as little as $2 per month, and it really does mean the world to us. We want to thank our newest Patreon members who this week are Alexander, Jerry, and Michelle. Thank you guys for jumping on board with us. I also have a little surprise. The play session that we're going to be talking about very soon, the one we just mentioned with the amazing dick, is actually going to have bits and pieces of it on our OnlyFans. This is a fellow content creator and somebody that obviously consented to me sharing some really naughty shit with you guys. So if you want to see that before we tell the story, head on over to OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. You can also find us on the social medias. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media, and TikTok at Front Porch Swingers. And don't forget our YouTube channel, also called Front Porch Swingers. And what else do we have? Fortunately, we're going to get a couple days off because of the holidays, but we've got events coming up in multiple cities. We have the third Thursday of every month starting January 20th in Vegas at Playhouse LV. Lots of hot wife sexiness. It's just a, it's going to be a crazy year. Cannot wait. Stay tuned. Yes. Happy holidays to all of you guys. We hope that you have a great holiday season and thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.